to the Teen Christian View podcast. I'm your host, Noah Nichols, alongside my co-host, Kessler Burlingame. How are you doing today, Kessler? Uh, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good as well. My team did draft a wide receiver. Shut up. Shh, no, no. We're not draft a quarterback. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, we'd like to say thank you guys for listening in. We have reached over 550 people and counting. We really appreciate it. Go check us out on Instagram at TCV underscore podcast. Follow us there so you'll know when we release our latest episode. Usually it's on Monday morning, but sometimes it happens a little bit later. Kessler always puts it on a story or a post. If you want to DM us or with a question or new topic, anything like that, you can also reach us on at TCV underscore podcast on Instagram. We really appreciate those people who've sent in questions, and we're looking forward to hopefully making an episode which is just filled with mostly smaller questions that wouldn't take up an entire episode. You guys know by now that we talk about a certain topic every week, and this week the topic is dealing with atheists. So this is a topic we had requested um, on Instagram. Someone a few weeks ago asked us to do the topic, so here we are today. We're going to take care of it. It's, it was a very interesting topic, and I, I had never thought of it before until this person asked us to. Yeah. But it was a really It's a really good one. So we're going to go over... How to be around people that don't believe in God, how to defend our faith, uh, and how to share it with them too. Um, this is something we're called to do as Christians and something that we will encounter if we are Christians. All right, so I have the first question, which is being or interacting with atheists. And the first thing that comes to my mind is treating them like anybody else. I worked at a certain place for about two years, and I treated, and I was pretty much the only Christian there, and I treated everybody else the same as if I would as if they were just a Christian. While we did different, we had different ideas and things that we believed in. Um, I had a couple like friendly arguments over evolution and whether aliens exist or not. Um, I treated them like I would any other person who was a Christian. I I'm not going to treat them like they're some heathen or something like that who just doesn't know right from wrong and is just completely wrong about everything. And while there may be a lot of things, or maybe just a few things that they're wrong about. It doesn't mean that I need to treat them like they're way different from me. Because if you're trying to interact and bring these people to the faith, you don't want to come across as rude and special and think you're above everybody else. It's not going to come across well. And another thing that it's good to keep in mind in this sort of situation when you're interacting with atheists, maybe you live with them where you work, you've been working for a long time. I don't know your school. Nobody there is a Christian. Be careful as much as you can, as much as you have control over the situation, don't put yourself in environments where you're constantly attacked because of your faith. This is going to be really taxing on you, and it's going to be very hard for you to grow as a person. You're going to, it's sometimes it stuns people in their walk with the Lord. Sometimes they even leave the Christian faith because they become so depressed by the amount of attacks that people have on them. As this happens especially to people who. Like you think of Tim Tebow, something like that. He's a rare case. Many times Christians like that who come out into the real world and become like kind of a celebrity, often because they're attacked so much, they either leave the faith or they quiet down and go away because they don't want to deal with it. And kind of following through with this, try and go to somewhere where you can be renewed in your faith. I'm not going to necessarily say recharge your spiritual batteries because I think that sounds corny. But if you're in an environment that is not full of Christians or is not Christianity, it does not have God in the Bible as its center. You need to have a place where you can go 
where you can reconnect with God or where you can get away from that distraction and from, I, you could call it toxic, toxicity or just get away from the world and get closer to God. And it could just be, it could be a church. It could be, you just have a friend who's a really strong Christian you go and hang out with who will help you reconnect with the Lord. Yeah. I have the next part, how to defend our faith. So the best way is to spend time in the word. Um, the more you know about the Bible, the more questions you can answer that atheists will probably ask you, which they tend um, to, if you get in an argument with them, they tend to ask, question your faith a lot. Also, spend time with um, other believers, because um, spending time with them, you can uh, learn more about uh, your faith. Like, at our church, um, I've learned so much, not just in the Bible, but from everyone else around me. The reason you should do this is it's um, it's hard to defend something you don't understand. So. The more you know about it, the easier it is to defend against people that basically are attacking your religion in a way. Our, our religion. Excuse me. Hold on. So the reason it's important to uh, be knowledgeable um, in our faith is because um, atheists more than likely will try and um, trick you into thinking there's flaws. Which, um, for those, those of you that haven't figured it out yet, there are no flaws in Christianity. None. And if they say, oh, I read the Bible one time and I saw something that contradicted it, ask them exactly where, and most, more than likely, they won't be able to answer because they're just making up stuff to make you question yourself. Just know that there are no flaws, and you have nothing to worry about if they bring that up. Yeah, that is. I think that's something that really catches a lot of young Christians, and they don't— somebody will come to them and be like, oh, there's a flaw in the Bible, and because they're so young and they don't really know what they're— talking about they're like well maybe there is or i don't know and then and then the kind of the atheist gets off the hook in a way um and that is really not true you have to go back ask them where it is 95 percent of the time they have they can't even name the book that supposedly it was in and even if they can they'll probably just name some random verse yeah that they heard from somebody else 316 uh, yeah that's obviously not <laughs> <laughs> my last uh, point here is um don't rely on yourself. I tend to say this a lot in our podcast, but it's really important. Never rely on yourself. Try and go. If you can't um, answer a question they have, tell them you'll try and get back to them and see if you can find an answer, whether it be going back through the Bible or asking someone that's more knowledgeable than you. Yeah. Never be afraid to say, I don't know. It's completely fine to say that. Nobody knows the Bible and everything about it. Um, if they say that they do, they are lying. I have the third and final question, which is sharing our faith. How do we do that? So immediately you need to be looking for opportunities. Whenever, if you're at work talking with somebody and maybe a topic like evolution or they think aliens exist come up, you can take that as an opportunity to share your faith, but don't necessarily barge your way in. You don't want to come across as rude and obtrusive and that sort of thing. You want it to be, you want to look for opportunities that where the person you're talking to is going to be receptive to what you're saying. Um, an example is when I was at work, sometimes this person would be like, oh, I think aliens exist. And I'd be like, well, I don't think aliens exist. But why do you think they exist? Do you have any proof? Here's why I don't think they exist. And here's any proof I have that they don't exist or evolution or whatever you're talking about. And be gentle in the way that you share it. Don't be, you don't want to come across as a critic and as superior. Like I said earlier, don't want to come across as I'm better than you and you're too stupid to understand anything. I'm just being nice and sharing with you. That's not going to do anything for that person except make them hate you and not want to do anything, not want to have anything to do with Christianity. If 
finally, don't be afraid with sharing your faith. And that is really, really hard, especially as teenagers. We don't want to do that because of peer pressure and that, and that sort of thing. We don't want to get out of our comf- comfort zone and <coughs> talk about things that make us uncomfortable and potentially may put us in a hard situation. And I encountered that a couple of times where I said something and I was a little worried. I'm like, I, I don't know how they're going to react to this. They may, they may not like what I'm saying and they may become rude or that, something like that. And that's something you might encounter, but you're going to have to take that risk. We're called to take that risk and you have to. And the Bible says this many, 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 many times. Don't be afraid. Trust the Lord. Yep. Uh, something I want to point out that you said, like when you're sharing your faith with an atheist, um, don't start off with criticizing them because if you start off with um, critiquing them, they're like 10 times more likely not to want to listen to you or even consider what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like even if you can start off with saying, as, and this is really, really good and helpful if you can kind of start off this way, kind of almost critiquing yourself saying like, well, I used to believe in whatever you're talking about, but here's why I don't anymore. That's really helpful because it's not only going to come across as you're not criticizing them, you're kind of criticizing yourself. And so they're going to be a lot more receptive to what you're saying. Absolutely. So that's our, um, it with our questions. We're going to he- head on to our verses. I have the first one. First uh, Peter 3.15, but honor the Messiah as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. So that's God telling us right there that we have to be ready to defend our uh, religion because um, there are always be people in this world that will try and question us and make us doubt our faith. And God, God basically tells us that in, our, uh, in that verse. And he tells us to be prepared uh, for it and ready to give a defense. Yeah. I have next verse. Second Timothy 1, 7 through 8, For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. So I'm not necessarily going to cover everything in this, but this is primarily an encouragement. What I take away from this and what I kind of want to share with you guys is this is an encouragement to you guys. Don't be afraid. He is there with us in this in those moments where we're trying to share the gospel, where it may be an uncomfortable situation. He's there with us. Trust on him. Pray to him in that situation, and he will be with us. Absolutely. Next, I have Luke twelve twelve, where the Holy Spirit will teach you at that teach you at that time what you should say. Basically, what I, what I take out of this is um, when we get into a situation where we're dealing with an atheist. God will put put basically put the words in our mouths. He'll speak to our heart mm-hmm. on, on what we should say to them. Yeah. And before I get to the final verse, I do want to make a point that we're not necessarily just talking about atheists and just people who don't believe in God or who just believe in evolution, that sort of thing. This could be the same for somebody who's a Muslim or, le- or believes in something else that isn't Christianity. This okay. doesn't just have to be an atheist. All right, so I have the fourth and final verse, Matthew 10, 32 through 33 whoever acknowledges me before others i will also acknowledge before my father in heaven but whoever disowns me before others i will disown before my father in heaven this verse is clearly both a warning and an encouragement to those who publicly acknowledge their faith to others who may or may not be christians it doesn't say that they have to be christians it doesn't say that they have to be non-christians but whoever publicly acknowledges their faith and their trust in the lord jesus Jesus will also acknowledge before God that you are one of his children and will be allowed into heaven. And this is also like 
I just said. Also kind of a um, a warning to those who, like Peter, denied that they were a follower of Christ. And while I don't think that this means that if you say that you're not a Christian, you will never be allowed into heaven, but I think it is a warning. I mean, it's I don't think it's a warning. It is a warning against saying that you are not a Christian to others. And just don't be afraid when you're in those situations where somebody says, hey, are you a Christian? I kind of think back to, and this was a while ago, I don't know how many of you would remember this, but there was a school where a person came in and killed some people and shot some people who were Christians. And there was this, especially this one girl who they made a movie about actually, but she, I guess the guy put the gun to her head and was like, are you a Christian? And she said, yes, I am. This may be, uh, hopefully, hopefully this is not a situation and it's not anything as extreme like this, but there may be a situation that's kind of similar where somebody asks you, are, are you a Christian? And you have a lot more to lose than you do have to gain. You need to say, yes, you are. Trust in the Lord. Don't trust in yourself. That's all we have for this week, guys. Uh, we want to thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you have any, um, if you haven't yet, go give our other episodes a listen. You're in quarantine, so that's something you can do. Um, if you have any other questions, thoughts, or ideas, DM us at TCV underscore podcast on Instagram. We want to receive your questions because we do want to take an episode or two to answer the shorter ones that don't take a whole episode. <clears throat> Make sure you share share us with anyone you think could benefit from this podcast, um, whether that be friends, family, whoever. Uh, we are on most major podcast platforms, our most popular being Spotify and Apple Podcasts, even though I like Spotify better, <laughs> Android. Anyways, uh, we put out one episode a week. It will be, we will be back next week. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and peace out. See ya.